up on today's federal newscast. The shutdown continues and more of its effects are starting to surface. One of them could end up hurting former federal employees. Meanwhile, agencies are given an emergency directive to tighten up cyber protections to prepare for a new threat. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The government shutdown is undermining national security and harming FBI agents, says a new report from the FBI Agents Association. The report features stories on how the shutdown is hurting the FBI's work. For example, lack of pay damages agents' finances, endangering security clearances. The report also details operations and investigations that have been put on hold due to lack of funding and raises recruitment concerns. Now the federal court system expects to sustain normal operations under the shutdown through the end of January. The administrative office of the U.S. courts previously estimated it would run out of money on January 25th. Before that, it said it would run out of money on January 18th. This marks the second time it's had to stretch non-appropriated funds. Coast Guard retirees may miss their annuities in February if the partial government shutdown continues through January. The Coast Guard says it won't be able to pay its retirees without a new appropriations bill, continuing resolution, or other spending measure. It uses a retired pay appropriations to make annuitant payments. The Coast Guard says it's already spent all funds in that account back in January. Other military services and civilian agencies fund retiree payments through a trust fund, not appropriations. The Agriculture Department plans to reopen all Farm Service Agency offices as the partial government shutdown continues. Nearly 10,000 agency employees will go back to work without pay starting Thursday. USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue says the agency aims to provide as many services as possible during the shutdown. USDA had previously staffed about half of its FSA offices with 2,500 employees on a short-term basis. Second shutdown furlough notices are going out to non-accepted employees. The first ones expired January 21st. The Office of Personnel Management told agencies to send out new notices when the government shutdown went beyond 30 days. Some agencies are using new furlough notices to clarify common shutdown questions. The Agriculture Department tells employees it's waiving the requirements to get permission for additional outside employment during the furlough. The concept of automatic continuing resolutions has another supporter in Congress. Virginia Senator Mark Warner introduces the Stop Stupidity Act. The bill would fund agencies at the previous year's spending levels if Congress can't reach a permanent budget deal by the fiscal year deadline. Other lawmakers have introduced similar bills before. Warner's bill, though, would fund all federal agencies except the legislative branch and the executive office of the president. Warner says the provision would force Congress and the White House to negotiate over permanent spending measures. Agency personnel people could do a lot to encourage public service careers, as we hear from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The National Commission on Military, National, and Public Service, after a year of meetings and listening sessions, releases an interim report on what commissioners are thinking. Among the ideas, more information sharing among agencies and with outside organizations to get the word out on federal openings, and improving tools for recruiting and hiring interns and fellows and transitioning them to permanent jobs. They ask Congress to consider adding women to draft registration. I'm Tom Temin. 
Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats releases a strategic roadmap for the intelligence community to follow in 2019. The National Intelligence Strategy focuses on strengthening foreign and domestic partnerships and ensuring greater transparency to the public. The strategy also looks at ways to leverage emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence and automation. New methods from the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency include ways to meet unexpected and unknown challenges. The announcement says it wants to find out how to get the most out of its data. NGA also wants to improve its geospatial awareness and understand insights across air, sea, space, land, and cyber. Agencies are facing a new cyber attack, tampering with their websites to redirect traffic to a potentially dangerous website. This has led DHS and OMB to issue an emergency directive. Agencies are to improve the security of their domain name systems by changing the passwords and implementing multi-factor authentication in the next 10 days. DHS and OMB say this threat, which some agencies already have faced, poses significant and imminent risks to agency information and information systems. The Veterans Affairs Department is ready to put more mobile applications in the cloud. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Veterans Affairs Department wants to make 20 to 30 mobile web applications more responsive to users by moving them into a new cloud platform. VA hires Booz Allen Hamilton under a five-year, $9.8 million contract. VA is asking Booz Allen to operate the Cloud Services Mobile Application Cloud Migration Program. The agency wants the new mobile app platform eventually to achieve a continuous integration and continuous deployment approach to ensure these services are always valuable to veterans. I'm Jason Miller. And the Air Force says it's finished the first phase of a massive cloud computing transition. Details from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Under the cloud-hosted Enterprise Services Program, the Air Force aims to move most of its email users to a commercially hosted cloud platform based on Microsoft's Office 365. Officials say Phase 1 is now complete and 550,000 airmen and civilians are now using the service. The Air Force says the huge migration stressed Air Force and DoD systems, but it uncovered several cyber vulnerabilities along the way. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 